Hi, and welcome to the Sales Enablement Pro Podcast. I am Shauna Sumawang. Sales enablement is a constantly evolving space, and we're here to help professionals stay up to date on the latest trends and best practices so they can be more effective in their jobs. Today, I'm excited to have Anna Cockwell join us from Envoy. Anna, I would love for you to just introduce yourself, your role, and your organization to our audience. Sure. Thanks for having me. So as you said, my name is Anna. I am the head of enablement over at Envoy, and I do enablement for all of our customer-facing teams, including sales, uh, success, support. And uh, Envoy over here, what we're doing is we are best known for our visitor management. Um, If you have ever walked into a building and signed in on an iPad, that's oftentimes us. And uh, we are now also kind of reimagining the way that workplaces work. I love that. And that is so timely. Um, So I'm so glad that you're able to join us today. Uh, And you've actually uh, worked with Sales Enablement Pro in the past. You participated in a panel at our Sales Enablement Soiree event. And there you talked about the importance of reinforcing training. I would love for you to explain to our audience why it's important to have mechanisms in place to ensure that learning transfers to action in the workplace. Yeah, no, I think this is something that is super important and you can get really wrapped up in planning trainings and thinking about you know just the execution of the training itself but if you don't reinforce something and build it into people's habits in my opinion you may as well not have done the training to begin with because it's not going to stick and people are just going to fall back to what they were doing before so the reinforcement in my mind is as important if not more important than the training itself I couldn't agree more. Um, So what are some of the ways in which you've reinforced training at Envoy? Would love to get some actionable tips for our audience on this front. Yeah, this is constantly evolving. So, you know, I definitely don't think I have a silver bullet. And every time we try something, we have to make tweaks to it. But some of the things that I've done and uh, have continued to do is really just focusing on building it into process. So when you have something, uh, for instance, we recently did a negotiation training a couple months ago and making sure that this is built into people's day to day so that they know exactly um, how to implement the training, you know, when to bring it up in conversation and making sure that it's really, really bite sized for them. Um, even as simple as having fields in Salesforce to remind them that they have to fill out certain things so that they actually ask these questions ahead of time rather than having to go back and scramble uh, when they're trying to close out that opportunity. It really helps to reinforce you know, bringing those those learnings into their day-to-day jobs. The other thing is making sure that we have clear documentation and that people can find that. And so the information that's out there is consistent across the board. As I mentioned, I am working with all of the customer-facing teams, so not just the sales teams, but also the customer success teams, and making sure that they all have the same information is really important so that everybody is able to do their jobs well. And then I think the last two things kind of go hand in hand where uh, we build all of our trainings into our onboarding processes too. So anybody new who's coming on board will get the updated information. And then we make sure that we're doing refreshers from time to time. So if too much time has passed or there's been changes or tweaks to what we've trained on, we want to make sure that everybody has the same foundation and that we're updating that information to keep it top of mind. 
I think those are some great practical tips. Uh, you also mentioned, and, and I feel like this is a, a very hot topic in the sales enablement space today, but you mentioned that coaching is a core aspect of ongoing learning. In your opinion, what are the key components of an effective coaching program? Um, would love any coaching frameworks that you found success with. So I think one of the biggest key components of uh, our coaching program is just having everybody bought in to the importance of coaching. So again, it's really easy to get caught up in the busyness of day-to-day work, but if the managers and the leadership really agrees on the value of coaching and how that fits into the overall success of the organization, then you're more likely to see it consistently. Um, One way that we have implemented this coaching, and I call it a framework, Carlet, just kind of utilizing our our tools at hand, um, but we do use a call recording software to help with this. And so having some scorecards and pulling in the information that we want to make sure that the the reps are coached on into this place so that everybody's operating on the same platform and with the same information, again, that consistency piece is uh, is sort of key to us in our, our nascent coaching program. No, I love that. And I think that that is critical. What are some of the top characteristics that you think make for really successful coaches? Yeah, so I actually have thought a lot about this. I think the number one characteristic is empathy. And the reason for that is that if you're coaching somebody and you're, or you're giving feedback, if you're doing it with empathy, it's really going to be much more successful, much more well-received on the other end than if you're doing it you know, uh, without that aspect. So showing that you really care about the person on the other side, uh, to me, I've seen the best coaches really, uh, really exhibit that and really, um, really utilize their empathetic side, their EQ, to help develop their reps and help to like, lean in into this coaching. Absolutely. And, and frontline managers, I think, are, are really critical to the su- success of coaching programs. How do you work with sales managers to ensure that they know how to coach and are equipped to effect- effectively coach their teams? Yeah. So this is something that I always feel like we need to do more of. Um, so one of the ways that we do it right now is we do provide some tools. So with those scorecards that I mentioned, I'm building those into like our call recording software, also just setting some expectations and making sure that we're all on the same page from an enablement side as well as the management side. Um, and we do that through weekly meetings with the sales managers in addition to just general like check-ins for specific initiatives. I talked about the negotiation training previously, you know, making sure that everybody knows like what they need to be reinforcing with their teams and what they should be coaching towards. Um, In the future though, I think that one thing that we're going to be focused on is really making sure that we have specific training for the managers themselves around the topics. I think that training managers separate from the rest of the team. So you're kind of building that buy-in early on, creating champions to then sit in that training with the reps, but already having that information so that they can put on their coaching hat from the very beginning, rather than getting the information at the same time as the people that they will ultimately have to be coaching. So that's something that I, I'm constantly kind of working towards and something that I'm, I'm really passionate about to, to see how that works and how that uplevels our own coaching program here. So I think that's, you know, fantastic that you guys are working with the pre-sales teams to ensure that there are coaching programs in place. Since you also cover post-sales teams, I'd love to hear, you know, how you guys are thinking about coaching with regards to post-sales. 
Yeah, this is a great question and honestly very top of mind for me right now. We we definitely are in the process of building out what that coaching looks like. I think for the post-sale part around, you know, how QBRs are um, are being held with our, our success team as well as that renewal process, um, there are, you know, there's different elements that we're trying to tighten up a little bit and really looking to how our our pre-sales and our AE teams are using scorecards and using some of these different call recording softwares and also just, you know, shadowing calls to make sure that like, you know, the the managers and the coaches are aware of what their reps are doing is the first step in my mind. So really just like getting those criteria down and then making sure that everybody again has that buy-in and we're all on the same page and then being able being able to go from there to really set a baseline is is where we're at in our own post-sale coaching, I would say. Absolutely. I think that's fantastic. Um, if you don't mind me asking another question, because um, you mentioned scorecards, yeah. I'd love to understand how you guys are, are measuring whether or not you think coaching is working effectively within your organization. I think really just like the participation. So are the managers actually, you know, giving the reps their feedback and utilizing these scorecards is the first thing. So that is always kind of a, a double-edged sword where you're relying on the people to use the tools and then also like being able to track that usage can be really challenging. So sometimes it's more anecdotal and also looking at metrics ahead of time and sort of just putting a stake in the sand and saying, we are going to focus on coaching these five different behaviors. And these we think these five different behaviors are going to drive you know, these specific metrics uh, whether that's average transaction size, um, if we're talking about the pre-sales side, um, you know, the, the close rate, all of that, really just identifying what those are ahead of time and then being able to, to look back over a period of months and say, okay, once we kicked off this coaching uh, criteria and using these scorecards and these behavior drivers, um, we were able to see like, this change in our business. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And I, I think, you know, a lot of sales and nail practitioners are, are really struggling um, to understand how to effectively measure, you know, essentially what you're trying to measure is almost behavior change. Um, and how do you represent that back up into the organization? Uh, my next and last question for you, um, Anna, is also around um, measurement. Um, but, you know, beyond kind of reinforcing training, how do you validate that sales readiness programs you're delivering are effective and produce the desired outcomes. I um, would love to talk about, you know, some of the key metrics for success there. Yeah. And this actually, this kind of goes back to what I was saying previously. It really depends on the training and what we are, what we're looking at. So for example, I'm going to go back to that negotiation training. Uh, what I'm interested in there is I'm looking at our discount percentages before and after the training. I'm going to be looking at our average transaction size, et cetera. And for onboarding, which is a little bit different, you know, I'm going to be looking at more of like the speed to ramp um, and you know whether or not reps are able to hit their quota within a certain period of time and how quickly that happens. So it, the metrics for me aren't consistent across the board, across every single training, we're going to probably pull different metrics for whatever the topic really is. But the importance really is to make sure that when you identify what metrics you want to be tracking and that all the stakeholders agree to what those are. And then secondarily, that you actually do track those and are able to report back on them. So I hope that answered the question. But I think, you know, 
my my long my short answer is it depends no i love that and i think that's a fair and valid response to that well anna thank you so much for joining us today i really enjoyed chatting with you today thank you thanks for having me to our audience thanks for listening for more insights tips and expertise from sales enablement leaders visit salesenablement.pro if there's something you'd like to share or a topic you'd like to learn more about please let us know we'd love to hear from you